the Homos Talk Show. This is your boy Trollix Music. You already know, and I got my nice hat on. Boy Rocky, the Chicago author, and I have my special drink today. Professor Brittany, and I'm just here to have a good time. Hey, this is your boy Charles coming to you live in effect. Baltimore born and Baltimore bred. It's your boy Trollix from Harlem, world represent. You already know. Your boy Rocky, the Chicago author, because it's in my name. Period, <laughs> heavy on the eyes. Turn up. <laughs> Baby Baltimore. Verse TV. Hey, welcome to Verse TV, the homos talk show. It's your boy Rocky, the Chicago author. And I have our special guest today from the cast of Dayton University. So Yo. who we have in the building today, y'all? Mm -hmm. And it's your boy Charles coming to you live in effect. What it do, what it do. Hi, I am Professor Brittany, and I'm just here to have a good time. All right, mm. who else we got in the building today? And this is your boy Troy Music. You already know, and I got my nice hat on trying to mix my colors together. You see me? Mm. So it's your boy Rocky, the Chicago author, and I have my special drink today ready to turn up. Hey. Oh. Oh. Y'all ready, ready to ready. talk about some real tea today? Yes. Yeah, I have my tea too. Well, before we get there, Rocky, let's find out where everybody's from, Rocky. We gotta find out where they're from. Right, so where's everybody from? Holla at me, holla at me. Start with Baltimore, Charles. baby, Baltimore. Yes. Baltimore <laughs> bread. Baltimore born and Baltimore bread. That's what it is. We got be more in the building, clearly. Clearly be more <laughs> in the building today. <laughs> no <laughs> other city. No <laughs> other city. <laughs> It's your boy Troy from Harlem, world represent. You already know, represent. We got, we got B more in the house, big today. Hey, hey, so it's your boy Rocky, the Chicago author, because it's in my name. Period, <laughs> heavy on the eyes. Mm -hmm. Turn up, <laughs> get him, son. All right, cool. Let's. So, without further ado, y'all, let's get straight into our homeless tea. You guys ready for the tea? Get your cups. Let's sit because it's about time. Yes. Let's get to it. And we're gonna kick things off today with YouTube.com, the voice of Germany. Um, so hopefully you guys have seen it, which I don't know you guys have the reactions for our, you know, run through questionnaire, but question is this, Aaron Mack is a big Whitney Houston stand. If you don't know what it is, Google it. It's real. I have to check it out myself. Um, <laughs> he does not know any of the German language, so he doesn't know what the judges are saying clearly, but needless, he respects this woman's differently, slightly off key spin on the song <laughs> and her confidence in delivering something. So, you know. Yeah, anyway, sometimes this is all that you need. But what's this kind of disrespectful to do? Disrespectful to the true queen, Miss Whitney Houston? That's what we want to know, first question. And also, too, to throw this in there, because you know a lot of these shows like American Idol and, and The Voice has our millennial generation becoming more conditioned to wanting singers to, you know, emulate the singer themselves instead of finding their own voice. So do you think it's respectful? And do you think that these shows are causing us to want to see people sound exactly like our favorite artists? I'm going to start with myself. Um, I don't think it's disrespectful. <laughs> That's kind of like crazy to say. I don't think it's disrespectful. Um, I just feel like she gave her rendition um, and that's what it was. But you know what, the way the voice is set up, if you don't turn around, if the chairs don't turn around, you don't get it. And the chairs didn't turn around. So clearly it wasn't the night. But she sang her heart out. She sang that song and she did her thing. Um, slightly off key. Um, but she did it in her own way. Um, uh, so shout out to her to make it that far because it's a, it's a TV show, it's a process. Well, so for her to get there, it was for a reason, right? Um, I do feel like these newer shows and American Idol and The Voice and all that, like the question stated, are, you know, it has our, our younger generation thinking that, you know, you just sound like this person. And I think that that's where the misconception is. Ain't nobody else gonna be Winnie Houston, baby, because Winnie Houston is gone and she is, that was her and that was it. You know, no one else is gonna be Mariah Carey, you know, they try to compare Ariana Grande. Probably said her she name does sound like her that. though. She, she does sound, sound like very her, similar. But she is not Mariah Carey. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's important, especially me being an artist, people understand. We are not these people. We are ourselves with a, with, a, uh, with our own individual flair, you know, putting a spin on what we're doing. She just put her spin on it. Even mm -hmm. though, again, like we mm -hmm. said, it was a little bit off. It was her spin. And so, you know, I don't think that anyone should, you should not expect someone to sound like anybody else because you want them to have the originality, you want them to be themselves and you want to see that uniqueness when they hit the stage. And so that's what these shows are about. Um, the uniqueness and the, and the individuality and, the, and how you stand out not sound like Whitney Houston. Um, sure. But yeah, 
shout out to um her for making it happen um and doing her thing but you know that's my opinion on this particular topic um since we do have a woman in the building i'm gonna go first to the to the lady in a lady at the okay. house um because you know i see her mm-hmm, choir amen so i want to you know get your opinion. <laughs> um, um the, was it disrespectful the, what do you think um i think her choice of song i'm not going to say it was disrespectful but she did not choose the best song for herself I think she should have chosen a song that better showcased her vocals. She does have a really nice voice, but I don't think her voice was best suited to sing a Whitney Houston song. So if you are going to sing a Whitney Houston song, you have to have a powerful voice. You have to have a confident voice. You have to have a voice that can, you know, out sing a room. You have to turn heads with that voice. And she didn't have that. She has a very meek voice. I think she would have done better singing something like Britney Spears. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're right about that. Definitely voice is very important. Knowing your voice is number one. Start with that. So you're right about that. Yeah. And, and do you think that these shows cause our, you know, younger millennials to, to think that, you know, they need to sound exactly like these artists? Do you think that I mean, that has had an influence? You can't help it. When you're, when you do these shows, they want you to sing somebody else's song. So if they're going to assign you a Mariah Carey song, a Whitney Houston song, the goal is to sound like them. So I do agree that, you know, the show is is trying to manufacture the next insert pop star, R&B star, country star here. I think if you really want to see someone's true talent, allow them to sing their own song. Mm, that would definitely be a talent and that would be a show. Write um, their own song and sing their own song. But if you want me to sing a Whitney Houston song, I'm yes, I'm going to try to emulate Whitney Houston. That makes sense. So you think it's just it, it comes along with it because of the territory? Gotcha. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm before I get to before I get to you, Professor Number Two, Mr. Professor Charles. I'm going to go to Rocky real fast and get Rocky's. You know, stick him in there real fast in the middle. Rocky <laughs> wasn't disrespectful to the Queen. Talk to me. It was this red. Spec S P E C K. U H. There's a new spelling today. I'm gonna let y'all know. As, uh, I'm gonna be, y'all know me. I don't bite my tongue. As a person who was raised up to listen to Whitney, a black person at that. I mean, you know, it, it, it has nothing to do with that. But I just feel like she was first too pitchy. Okay, it wasn't the best choice. The only person I could like, if you ain't like a Deborah Cox. I mean, hell, Jennifer Hudson does scream of her. She has her own sound, and she doesn't sound like Whitney, but she does the song justice, my opinion. Shout out to Chicago. But it was just too pitchy. I felt like it was, but then in the back of my head, I was like, well, maybe she was like doing the rock pop version, and they like to shout. And then I also thought about maybe because she has an accent, it sounds different to me, but it was just, was. I mean, she tried. I would give her a 75, maybe a 70. But it, it, it just wasn't it for me. I was just like, oh, baby. And then they they, they liked it, but it was just like, I, I wanted Simon Cowell to be there so that way he he tell her the truth that that, that wasn't it, baby. Leave that alone. Don't touch that no more. Don't touch it no more. Well, if he spoke German, he probably would have been there. It would have been something interesting to see him speak German. Um, <laughs> but yes, shout out to Baby Girl, like we said. Do you think that these shows are causing our money to think we need to sound exactly like our artists that we're singing? I really so, feel like... With that being said, if you're going to come and sing someone's song, either deliver it in your own way, but know that you can sing it safely. If you know that you ain't go, you, I mean, you're going to sound a fool. You know what I mean? I, I'm a person that loves to sing Michael Jackson. I can't sing. I grew up on Michael Jackson. My voice got deeper. I can't sing every Michael Jackson song because my voice is a little raspy. So I'm I, I've been told to sing. Right. I've been I've been told to just sing in my range, but there's know your lane. Look, but there's certain people that just be trying a little too hard, and I just be like, <sighs> you you know you cringe for them because it's, it's just ain't it. I mean, I'm not saying sound like Beyonce or whatnot to sound like this person, but know mm-hmm. that you can deliver. Right, right, right. And deliver gotcha. to at least ninety percent. Because the people that's the true fans are going to want you to really just at least touch the bases, at least. If you ain't touching the bases, baby, you're drowning. You're drowning. Yeah, yeah. If you're you're going to pull up to the person, make sure you make it happen. All right, Charles. Talk to me, Professor. What you think about Uh, all this? 
I'm going to have to definitely agree with uh, Rocky with that, you know, regardless of what song or artist that they give you, like, you have to sing it in your your way, you know what I'm saying? Like, even if they, even if they hit you with the, oh, you want, we were kind of wanted you to sound like X or sound like, sound like Y or sound like Z or whoever, I, I think, you know, like, like you said, when you're comfortable in your range, like you're going to wind up shining anyway. You're mm-hmm. trying to, you know, uh, hit uh, a Mariah Carey high note when you know you got a, uh, a Gladys Knight kind of voice. <laughs> so, yeah. right, stay, yeah, find your lane and, and work from there. And I think, honestly, I think that's a lesson for like just for anybody, like. You know, yeah, you want to reach the height of, you know, the, the, the people that you emulate or whatever, but you have to do it your own way, regardless of like how um, a show may want you to do it or uh, mm-hmm. a director or whoever, like, because at the end of the day, real going to recognize real. If you go out on stage and you, you know, you try to belt out something that's way out your range, it's going to show like immediately. <laughs> so, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Song choice is everything. If you're gonna do it, yeah. pick the right song. Period. Right. All right, cool. So that was our, our um, that was our first topic. Dope. I'm ready for a Kiki T. Come on, uh, Rocky, give us the Kiki T. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right now. Uh, so, uh, from Kiki, so I'm bringing the Kiki T to everybody. Cin- uh, cinemat, sim- cinematics. That's it. Okay, cinematics. Mm-hmm. All right. Many people say that you shouldn't date multiple people at the same time. When is it the time to stop dating others for the one? For the one? What is dating? Okay. Um, let's also connect this to those of us who date through apps. Is it dating as soon is is it dating as soon as you meet offline? Uh, Aaron kind of sees that all the uh, all dating is somatic. Okay, so um, I'm gonna toss this over to Charles. What you think? Yes, sir. Well, you you you, you tossed out like six questions. <laughs> um, I'm gonna try to work from. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's start from your last question. Is it dating once you meet offline? The short answer is yes. Because there were two, there were two people agreed to meet outside of electronic communication. Mm. You decided to meet somewhere, hopefully safe, hopefully you know, public area, uh, and you decide to have some activity, whether it be uh, something physical or something like dinner, what have you, a coffee, an ice cream, or whatever. Um, that's considered a date. So the past and also present tense of that is dating. So yes, that's. Um, and this is so. When's the time to stop dating? Other when's people? the time to stop dating? When you know, for me, I know when it's time to stop dating other people and focus on right. one. When that one person really has my attention. Yeah. That's the mm. first thing. You have to have my attention. Secondly, mm-hmm. I have to think about you more so than I think about the other people. Yeah. So that means that you're creating value by mm-hmm. your actions, by your words, by, you know, everything there. So if, if and, and it's the repetition, you know what I'm saying? Repetition, like you, your, your consistency. Like if I get a good yes. morning text from you that every part. morning, if I get, you know, a text from you throughout the day, if I that get a part. phone call throughout the day, you know what I'm saying? You're you're making yourself known. You're making yourself stand That's out. Awesome. So that means it's like you're bringing yourself to the forefront. So I have to be like, I don't want to say I have to, but I'm I'm paying more attention to what you're bringing because you're not, you're, you're, you're here we go, showing interest. You can date okay. people all day long. You can date all the people that you want. But once somebody actually starts showing you interest, you feel you feel it. It's different. It feels like it feels close to love. But you know, we already know you gotta you know go through some stages uh-huh. with that. Okay, okay, Brittany, give us give it to us raw and unfiltered. 
how many people um it says that um when is it the time to stop dating other people for that one for the one for the one i mean charles pretty much said it when when that person when that one person catches your attention and you uh, when you don't want to be with anybody else but that person, I can speak from experience because I just got married. When Mom? I was dating, mm, come on, Mary. When I was dating, yes. When I was dating people, when I was dating multiple people, I met my husband when I was dating multiple people, mm-hmm. and I let him know that I was dating other people when I met him. But it got to the point when when I was with those other people, my mind went to him. My heart Mm. went to him. My thoughts Mm. went to him. I actually started talking to him when I was with these other people. So that's when I knew, why am I wasting my time? Why am I wasting their time when I want to be with this one person? Mm. Mm. So what what is dating to you? What does dating mean to you? Um, When two or more people want to meet on a romantic level to see where things could go in the future, if it could lead mm. to commitment. And I say two or more because society has it traditionally speaking that it should be two people, but you can have a relationship with more than two people and have commitment. I don't want to exclude those people. They love Absolutely. too. Absolutely. Absolutely. True, true, true. I love, I love it. Um, so uh, when it, is, is it dating as soon as you meet offline? Dating is a state of mind. Um, mm. When you meet offline, you're dating. Um, when you're in a relationship, you're still dating. When you get married, you need to continue to date. Um, dating does not stop. Mm, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Troy, give it to us. Wow. I like this. I like this. I mean, again, as Brittany reiterated, as Charles reiterated, his def- his answer was was very on point when it comes to, you know, dating online and getting people's attention first and foremost because I've been dating online like 12 13 years and I've had a couple successful relationships from it um I've, I've been you know to the point where I know what to say to get whatever I want in, in many aspects so it could be serious or it could be just fat um so it's sort of like Craigslist I figured that's that out, real you know what I'm that's real and, you know, <laughs> um you know some people never figure it out I'm, I'm just one of those people that um I, I pay very close attention especially to t- trends and things because dating a lot 10 years ago is not dating online now. Um, so, you know, it's a, it's a gamble to it all. When you you got to really just pay, pay attention, focus and understand, but intentionally go into it knowing what you want. That, I think that's the ultimately, like knowing what you want going into it. Don't play games and be, be a fool online because might get to be that. I'm just saying, one of those people, I don't play games, don't play with me. Um, but at the end of the day, <laughs> You know, knowing what you want because I know what I want and what I'm looking for. Whatever comes at me, I can say I can deal with that. I don't want to, or yes, you know what I'm saying. Like I have a better chance of finding something successful because I know what I want. I'm not just out here trying to figure it out. That's where a lot of people go wrong. They're just trying to figure it out and they're figuring out with the wrong jokers and end up with somebody they shouldn't be with in the first place. Wasting months and time of your life with somebody you shouldn't be with all because you're trying to figure it out. At least right. go on in when you know what the hell you know what you want because if not, you're wasting your yeah. time. Um, that's that's, you that's, that's a word right there, bro. That's, that's, <laughs> that's a definite word right there. <laughs> Listen, all I dating has been, a, it's been, I actually have a PhD, okay? In okay. Dating, oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, no, I mean, no matter, no matter where you are, no matter, you know, what your orientation is, no matter what, it, I mean, it's, 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 it's tough out here. Like you said, it's gamble. Gamble is the, is the mm-hmm. perfect word, you know, for, Listen. for. When you, when you think about you actually dating, exactly. Yeah. You know that's because the, the values and morals of what dating is are not the same as it used to be. So even online, you get the same foolery that you would get in person right. because dating is not the same morally that it used to be. Like people had morals back then when they, when you courted, excuse me, back when we courted people. <laughs> now dating has become a whole, you know, speed dating thing, like in real life, not just something you saw on TV or heard about. It's become real life. Um, and so... When is it time to stop dating others for the one? That was the question that you really hit on here. That was what I was trying to get at. All those things about, you know, consistency and, you know, um, being able to get my attention. But I have a question for y'all real fast. Just make it, you know, one minute and a half. But I need to know this since we're talking about this title right now. What if, I mean, how do you keep somebody's attention when they date multiple people? Because I feel like a lot of people might have that kind of question. I know we could probably get to that later. But for, for right now, I just need a real one minute you know, um, when it comes to the professors in the room, I need to know this just because I feel like we're talking about this. 
how do you keep somebody's attention in the world where you're dating? They're dating multiple people. You're dating multiple people. How do you really keep your attention? Just I, bore, let me... I bore very easily. I bore very easily. So Ooh. to keep my attention amongst, you know, all of the men that I dated, my husband, he got to know me and he was intentional on getting to know me to the point that he knew how to speak to my love languages before me even having to tell him. So when you can speak to my love languages, you already got me. When you have a vested interest in me and not some blanket, good morning, beautiful, or let's go to dinner in a movie. He knows that I am very prissy. So let me take you somewhere where you can dress up and kind of show yourself off. He's a photographer. I'll take you, I'll do a photo shoot for you. Things like that. Speak to me and you'll have my attention for life. Mm. All right, I'm, before we get to y'all, y'all thought they're listening, because we live. I just want y'all to know, I had to ask this question, because I'm like, damn it, how do you, you know, some people want to know, how do you keep people's attention? Professor Charles, real fast, we'll move on, so I just can do this. Talk to me. I'm of the mindset of, I'm my own competition. I don't care oh. if you're seeing one person or a hundred, I'm going to do me. Um, I'm going to give you real, I'm going to give you consistency, and I'm going to give you the time that you're willing to put out. So, like Brittany said, man, like, speaking to someone's love language, when you're learning, when you're learning them, is is where it's at. The moment you start worrying about, you know, oh, is she out on another date, or is he out on another date with somebody, or, you know, oh, oh I didn't get a good night text, or, oh, are they with somebody else? You already played yourself and you already defeated yourself. You mm. be the spot. You don't compete for the spot. You are the spot. And that's where you gotta stay. Bam, right there, baby. You see it. I said, no. <laughs> yes. Sorry, that was a dope answer. Thank you guys. I just had to be in your business for a second. I know we're gonna get to your interview later, but I really need to ask that question in the moment because I'm feeling like somebody out there needed to hear that. But we are in Homo's tea. And then this next thing might get your skin robbing too, because you know how we feel about, you know, um, um, cloning and all kind of stuff. It's about cloning, but it's about aid, the, the reversal of the age um, reversal of the aging process. It's um, via um, jpost.com. So Israel scientists claim to reverse the aging process, right? It appears that through specific scientific use, scientific use of oxygen, the aging process can be reversed. Aaron, as someone with the multiple sclerosis diagnosis, who currently uses a wheeled walker, is particularly optimistic about this study. Needless, this has also reminded Aaron of the fellow students at his part-time job in college, getting him into an intense argument over a statement that humans already live too long. So, question is this, two-part question. What do you think might be three to five benefits to the oxygen science? We're gonna start with benefits and then we're gonna start, then we'll go negative, we're gonna go around real fast. So I'm gonna start with myself. Three to five benefits of oxygen science. One, um, the hope <laughs> that you can live longer, right? Two, the thought of being able to be, have longer connections with people. Cause I feel like people live their mind like, oh my God, I'm a die, I'm a die, I'm a die. Like, you know, so that, that thought of, you know, living, you know, living in the last moment. Um, and, and moment in time, I think is, you know, is, is an also a benefit, like you still can hold on to the fact is when you get old, the only thing that you keep is your mind. You know what I'm saying? As it gets older, if you don't have those memories and thoughts in your head, you lose your mind. So that, and number three, benefit of the, I'll give you three. I think it's the most I know it. Three <laughs> for the oxygen science is that it proves that science does help us. You know what I'm saying? That science does work. There's some people, you know, like religious people that say science is just, you know, the devil, it doesn't work. But you know, some of us take medicine and it's been helping us for a while. So if, if it can reverse you getting older, go for it. But also, you know, there's complications. And I guess we'll get into that with the negative. But right now we're talking about the positive. Positive benefits of oxygen science. Going to go to Brittany on this one. Talk to me, Brittany. Three to five, you know, as close as you can. Benefits of oxygen science. Um, I can give you a good one. It, but it's a long, <laughs> it's a long, it's yeah. a long one. It's a That's long okay. one. I mean, it improves the quality of life, both physically and mentally. Um, you know, physically, it's hard when you get older, you kind of see your, your body deteriorate and it's painful. And that reduces your quality of life. You don't want to go outside and take a walk. You don't want to go outside with your friends. Like to see people that can be bedridden when they get older because life just hurts. We just start having achy bones and cracking and, you know, you slow down. 
but being able to enjoy life like you are in your your 60s your 50s your 40s and so on and so forth that's major that would be major and i think that will also benefit our mental because when you get to a certain age you you tend to think morbidly i have more time behind me than ahead of me so i'm out of here you know something starts to fail you think of death so now that you can reverse that your, your, your thoughts can go elsewhere. You can start to think more positively about getting older and say, look, you know, just because I'm getting older doesn't mean I have to feel a certain way. I don't have to feel older. So that's what I got. Mm-hmm. All right now. Okay, you did that. See, they have, you, you gave 35 in a sentence in there somewhere. Don't worry about it. All right, cool. So we're going to go to Rocky real fast. Rocky, talk to me. We're going to talk about the benefits of oxygen science. What do you think of three to five benefits of this reversal? Uh, as a person who actually um, <laughs> that actually does work with uh, regenerative medicine at, at a, like a chiropractic um, field right now, um, I, I think that's kind of cool that you could that that I think what it'll do is just kind of rejuve, uh, um, you know, like energy, life, keeping a person young, making them feel better about their stuff because sometimes the older you feel, sometimes you don't feel as beautiful. You don't feel like, oh, I don't have this body I used to have. I don't have this tight skin I have to, I don't have, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. um, I think that it, it helps like rejuve the body, uh, energy, and probably bring a lot of more, a lot more confidence uh, to um, the person's uh, self-esteem because now is they, they can, you know, probably pull a young one, you know what I mean? Cougars and, 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 Lions and tigers and bears can, you know, pull the, the younger generation, you know, if they wanted to. Right. Um, wait, that's 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 two. Was that two or was that three? I think that was like two and three because I mixed that up or whatever. Um, okay, you throw it in the. Yep. Cool. All right. No worries. We got this. We got one more question to get through, so don't even worry. So Charles, talk to me. I don't know if I can give you three, but the one that really sticks out in my mind is the ability to further the science itself so you're already in a process of slowing the aging process down so now you're looking at you're just a few steps away of you know extending life to well beyond 100 possibly 200 you know years uh so yeah you're, you're, i mean I, I look at it that is you're trying to save as much as possible because i know as a kid I was promised flying cars by the Jetsons by this by this time, but you know what I'm saying we didn't get that yet. So if Still it was working. a way that I, if it was a way that I know that I can like preserve myself a little bit longer until said flying cars come around, I'm gonna do it because I want to see it. I want to see it. I was promised it. I want to see it. So that's you know for selfish <laughs> reasons. <laughs> Got it. Okay, cool. So part B to this is. What do we think about what do we think we three to five negative effects of such age reversal? To me, oh god, again, ain't, ain't be, just just give it. You ain't gotta be thirty five. Just give me. What do you? No, think I got no, I got you. I, no, negative, yes, I, I got that. So <laughs> negative, I'm gonna start with myself. And I'm gonna say basically, anytime you, first of all, it's still in clinical study, so it ain't proven. It's just you know, a couple of people did it and it worked, and then some people and some people did. So still in clinical study. So before you go jumping into conclusions, you know, I want to figure it out. It's right for you. Two, ultimately, I feel like anytime you're going to be messing with your oxygen, our body's made up of a certain percentage of oxygen. So when you start taking it away and doing other stuff, how's the flight attendant, okay? You start messing with the oxygen in the brain, things start happening. So I feel like you might be, you know, for some people that might not know, that might do some wrong things to your brain, messing with the oxygen in your brain. You know, you need your oxygen to live. That's why we need the trees, you know? So uh, the, the oxygen, the lack of oxygen, I think could be detrimental to some people who might not know it before it's too late. And last but not least, my my third one on this is uh, negative, is that science has always been trying to make things more advanced, but also causing more problems, hence the coronavirus. Somebody did this, somebody created it, you know, <laughs> where'd it come from? You know, now they're trying to sell us this, uh, this vaccine in a minute. So those are my three things on why it's negative. So Brittany, talk to me. Give me some negative. Why do why, why why you think it's negative? Why it ain't gonna work? You know, too much of a good thing is bad. I know, I know that you know, people want to look younger and feel younger. But once you get to a certain age, you've been there and you've done that. So what what more is left to do? So I, I could just see a lot of restless and bored older people. 
like I'm like I'm done. I'm done. I'm at 95. What more? What more do I want to do at 95? I'm still trying to figure it out. Probably sitting around talking about when I'm gonna die. Exactly. So it's like, can I can I kill myself? Is it wrong if I want to kill myself now? So yeah, that's for me. That's the biggest negative. Like too much too much good life is bad. I I, I will get bored. I will get bored and say I, I've lived a good life. It's time to go. I'm done. Ready? Pull the plug. Take it out. I'm ready. I'm done. Grum- Ain't ain't, ain't nothing left me already. I'm ready to go. Got it. Okay, Charles, talk to me. <laughs> what do you think would be uh, some negative of this? Uh, it's a whole thing? lot of negatives to this. It's a whole lot of negative. We already have a problem with overpopulation on the earth. We already have that problem. That part. Mm-hmm. So here you go. You have people that want to live longer and, you know, to maintain, you know, whatever. Most of the time it's money. And it reminds me of the movie Elysium. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it, was, it basically just broke down society as is like either you're uber rich and you're able to stave off diseases, uh, 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 broken bones, missing limbs, all that other stuff, or you were living on the planet scrounging for like any amount of like kind of life to live for yourself, food, water, shelter you know those sorts of things again fighting overpopulation people are you know doing whatever it takes to get some sort of that 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 upper echelon uh treatment Mm -hmm. so that can lead i mean we're already like i said we already have overpopulation and then you're going to expand the the class warfare like you know because the haves are going to go get it so the have-nots are going to, you know, either they're, they're <laughs> going to be underfoot, and after a while, of course, they're mm-hmm. going to want to go and eat the rich. I mean, that's just mm-hmm. society. Right, for how it's been, right. Absolutely. Yeah. Survival of the fittest, right. Awesome. Okay, cool. Thank you, Sir Charles. All right. So, Rocky, give me your opinion about this, and you can take things away and just with the homos tea. Um, so, um, the negative part of it, I think it would probably interrupt life the interrupt, interrupt how life is supposed to be. You know, at the end of the day, God give us God God has give us given us life, abundance life. If he want to give us abundant life, abundance life, then that's what it's meant to be. But we're sitting here interrupting it. And you know what I mean? It's like, what if we screwed up something as humans? Because you know, we don't know no better. So you know what I mean? It's like it's all about the science. So we could be screwing up something and, and inter- I mean, we can have a bad side effect we don't know about, you know what I mean? You know, everything that they come up with or we come up with is some bad side effects, you know what I mean? Um, what if somebody end up being cockeyed or, you know, or, or something crazy, you know, just something crazy, walking backwards or something, you know, uh, having twitches that we can't, you know, so everything that has some good to it is a bad uh, a side effect, like I'm, you know, what was it? Just today, uh, a client of mine had asked me, um, "Would I take this vaccine for the coronavirus?" Since we were talking about that, and I was like, mm, "I don't know because you know it's something brand new. And what if it affects me? I already got enough health issues. I don't need no more. So what if it adds, you know, major headache, headaches that about to blow your head open? You know, I don't know. So no. sound good." But at the same time, it's just like you have to be aware of what are these side effects because they they testing on humans when are they really not testing on animals before they yeah. tell the humans what it really is. So you got to be very precautious about what you're doing. Any type of procedure you do, you got to be precautious because anything that's brand new, you kind of got to look at them in the corner of your eyes like, mm, I'm not too sure about that. You know, mm-hmm. how would this affect mm-hmm. me in the long run? Because, you know, that momentary, you know, I, I want my tight skin. I want to look like, you know, I'm looking like I'm 15 again. But then what is that little niche that's going to cause a bad effect on you for the rest of your life? Yeah, you got to right, be right. aware of that. Yeah, that was a good way to end that, Rocky. So, so now, last night, we could talk about this last thing that we need to talk about. It's very pressing in Hollywood right now. I'm just kidding. From cheatsheet.com. Talk to us, Rocky. All right, all right, all right. Okay, let me get to let me get to it, y'all. Um, so, uh, let me go. So, off of, from uh, cheatsheet.com, Hollywood War, okay? Monique's ar- argument 
on the disparities in pay and treatment in Hollywood makes sense to Aaron. After reading that this trouble still remains unresolved, Aaron asks two questions. How long should Monique push this point and why, why not? Um, and then how might the win look in this war? Okay, so I just recently, I was, I was watching, um, for me, I was watching the Janet Hubert and Will Smith. And Janet had blasted Will Smith because he said that she was difficult. And she felt as a dark-skinned Black woman, that kind of blackballed her. She wasn't able to get a job. Monique took that and was just like, "That's that, I feel like that would be great for Tyler Perry to do. Okay. And I thought about it. And I was just like, it would be good. But here's the thing. With Monique, she kind of, for the people that do not agree with, with what she did, because we watched Steve Harvey and Steve Harvey tried to talk to her. Andrew, Adrian Bayline tried to talk to her, uh, you know, in the past about her blasting, you know, the, you know, the big dogs or whatnot, who's still moving on and making their money. I understand you want everybody to pay you back because you lost money, you know, food in your baby's mouths and you and your husband's mouth or whatnot. But there's a part of me that's just like, even if she move on, there's still going to be some people that's just like, she, she doing too much, you know, or, or, or she's the typical black woman, no offense, Brittany, but the typical black woman with too much mouth and she ghetto and all this other stuff. Cause that's how some people look at her. I've seen people make these comments about her. So there's still going to be some people that really don't agree with her. Even, you know, even if Tyler Perry were to say, Hey, I fucked up. People are going to still put the stereotype on her because she is a strong woman. She don't bite her tongue at all. She has no filter. She keep it real. And she, you know, what she was fighting for, it, it made sense because it's like Amy Schumer, as she was saying, was making so much. And then here it is, you paying me for this much. You think I'm going to settle for this? You know, you want me to promote Precious and, you know, I'm not making this and that. And you want me to promote it for free. People are still going to look back and they was like, oh, you know, I can't believe that you blasted, um, not, not Whoopi, hold on, Oprah. I can't believe you called Oprah, you know, I, you blasted Oprah. You acted a fool with Tyler Perry and Lee Daniels when I said, I think that she's still going to get that backlash because so many years of her seem making her, I mean, she's I, to other people that didn't understand the situation, she seemed bitter. She seemed bitter and angry. And she's putting all this kind of, uh, the way it's, it's, it's her delivery. It makes it seem, make it seem like she's angry and bitter. And like how she was, I mean, she was, it felt, make it seem like she was ungrateful. And a lot of people just turn their backs on her. I really love Monique. I think she's funny as I hell. I do too. I love Monique. I think she's funny as hell. And the thing was, she was that motherfucker. She was that motherfucker. Do you see what I'm saying? A lot of things about her, you know, um, I was happy when she um, when she got the the award that 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 was very well deserved. But when you see other people from Precious or whatnot, they all moved on, and they still making their money. Okay. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, let me get off my soap. And Brittany, you go ahead. And get <laughs> no filter. I stand with Monique. Period. Um, Monique is a strong black woman. She's standing up for what she rightfully deserves. If her contract stated she was doing national press for Precious, why would she go internationally if that's not in her contract? Looking at Lee Daniels as a character, as a person, he's shady. He messy as fuck. He is messy. He already owed Damon Dash money. So off this, the strength of his character, he is not a man that has integrity. And so I guess he assumed because Monique, you're my friend, then you'll you'll do me this one and go overseas and do this for me and do that for me. No, she's a businesswoman. Would you have done that to another counterpart? Would you no, have done no. that to no, you wouldn't have. So she's standing up for what she deserves. Run I me my money. Do that to Viola Davis. Exactly. 
Mm, mm, because mm, they're mm. friends, he wants to pull the friend card. And that's not fair. And my other thing with Monique is I want her to fight this until the end. She is starting to win because her points are valid. Don't sit here and apologize in private when you can do that publicly. The same thing with Will and Janet. What I appreciate is that she, the first question that she asked Will was, why? Why did you do that? You saying the things that you said cost me my career. Being a dark-skinned Black woman, calling me difficult is pretty much ruining my career. Not ruining, it ruined my career. So the mm -hmm. same thing applies to Monique. You know, you're doing all of these things behind my back and you're acknowledging that, but not in the public eye. All I want for you to do is just address it and say, this is what it is. So that and way you won't know it's me. Exactly. And owe me what is mine. I feel like once Will and Janet got that out in the open, people kind of looked at Janet with a softer lens. Because beforehand, I even saw Janet as abrasive, as angry, but she was just hurt. She wasn't bitter, yeah. she was bruised. Mm. She has been beat up by Hollywood for something that was so misunderstood. So once she told her story, people are now like, oh, well, dag, everything I said, that wasn't fair. So I yep. think Monique is in the same situation. And of and course, I, who I are you going to I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. I was, I was just agreeing because I think what they do is they try to categorize them as, forgive my, how I say it, but as a bitch. No. And no, it's sure. not them being a bitch. They want their rifle. Right. And the sad part is you have to look at who you're going against. Janet is going against Will Smith. Who doesn't? The biggest, the biggest star of the 90s at that time. Exactly. Same with, you know, you're going against Oprah. Everybody biggest, loves Oprah. Everybody loves Oprah. Everyone loves Tyler Perry. So it's well, already is. a losing match for her. And it's like, I'm not losing because I'm right. I just want y'all to say that I'm right. Mm-hmm. So, so I, Charles, what do you think? What's What's going on? When she first came out with the whole thing, I, I have to be honest, I dismissed her. Because it was, like you had said, Rocky, the delivery came off as bitter. It came off as angry for no reason. But the more I delved into the situation, the more I learned about what it is that what transpired and knowing that the same people that she was talking about had multiple situations with other people with the same kind of thing, I'm like, hmm, maybe she's not all that, she's not angry. Maybe she's not, you know, maybe she's not bitter. Well, she was definitely angry, but maybe she's not bitter. Like <laughs> said, she was like named Ducky said. of the day. Huh? Yeah, exactly, exactly, and and, and and like Britney, like Britney said, you know, once you get that stigma on you, it just perpetuates itself. It, you know, everybody starts to feed off of it, and then they, you know, then, then they they mark you as you know X, Y, and Z, you know, and I mean, you've seen it so many times of like they did it with Prince, did it with Michael Jackson, they did it with Bill Cosby, you know, they did, but the the, the difference is is that. In this point with Monique, they did it to ourselves, like our culture, our race, blackballed this woman for little to nothing other than she wanted what she was owed. She worked hard. I remember going to see Monique when she first started. Well, it was she was already maybe like six, maybe seven years in. But you know, doing like you know, like being at the, uh, the Baltimore Comedy Factory, uh, all them, you know, what I'm saying, you know, what I'm saying, I remember going to go see her when she was before she got on HBO, before she was on Def Comedy Jam, all all that other stuff. I remember, you know, people wouldn't really, some people wouldn't give her her jokes, you know, what I'm saying they wouldn't give her her laughs or whatever. So she's worked hard to get where mm -hmm. she is. You know, they, they, you know, when you're a, a certain size 
and you have a certain demeanor. They try to pigeonhole you in all of these roles, and like you just you that's just you. You're the fat black funny chick. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, that's it. Like that's it. That's it. Like you don't have like you don't have no range, like you don't have no other aspirations or what have you. So the thing that 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 really tipped me over to her side was the fact that none of the people that she even mentioned none of them actually tried to really come forward and like hey you know what i really messed up why because they trying they not trying to fuck up they check steve harvey Save ass. he just i mean he sambled his ass through that whole interview and i just lost every bit of respect for him after that um lee daniels dumb quiet oprah dumb quiet uh, 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 Tyler Perry, who I already don't really have too much to say about Joe because he, yes, he makes a lot of opportunities for black people. Yes, he does, but he does it in such a shitty way. <laughs> and Charles, can just, I say this really quickly? Go, babe. As a black woman, as Monique, I'm I'm putting myself in Monique's shoes as a black woman. Absolutely. When you look at who is hurting her. You have Steve Harvey, a black, black man. man. You should be protecting me. Tyler Perry, you should Black be protecting man. me. Right. Oprah, Oprah, we are sisters. You should be protecting me. Right. So to be betrayed by your own, that's right. how, that's another level of betrayal. Because we're already out here fighting against everybody else. But when you have your own against you, you're alone. So mm-hmm. she's grasping for straw. So I'm, yeah, yeah. All right, you want Give it to us raw. Give it to us raw. Yes. So before we get to that, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna let myself finish. But I just want to put those people out there who are watching live. You guys gotta go to our YouTube and check out our homos intra versus intra, which is gonna be our topic for the day. Just make sure you guys check it out, just so you know. And so without further ado, let me get to my uh, question. My question is this. I mean, my answer is this. I feel like ultimately how she could use she could shit on them is to produce her story <laughs> about what really happened and make her own little movie about the truth about what happened. Because these people utilize their money with their mouth is. They, they make movies and, you know, they have talk shows about things and to, to make themselves, you know, put themselves in different places about situations. Use the power you have in this now that you're back resurfacing with this and putting out there now that Will Smith has put it out there with Janet. Now, you know, first of all, don't stop till you get what you need, clearly, because you're owed it. Anything mm-hmm. going to, can't stop, won't stop till you get it. Period. Okay, don't stop taking um, You need to definitely, I feel like, to get back at them. You know, you got a little something. You got you, you got credibility. You got experience in the industry, and you got you know, um, you and you got a support system. Utilize that to make sure you get your story heard. Flip the script. Make sure you know. Put it in balls in your court. Put Monique's name back on the map in a way that you could, because that's the difference between then and now. Now we can utilize the talents and skills that we have to make our own things happen to network with other production companies to make things move. I'm sure there's a production company out there that can believe, that believes in you, Monique. Figure it out. Find them. Tell your story the way you want it told because it's your story. And put it in a way because everybody watching Netflix and all these other stuff, put it on Netflix. Everybody watching Netflix and Amazon, all this, partner up with one of them people, Monique. Figure it out, girl, because your story is not is one of many. Clearly, we're still dealing with it. Um, if looking at Janet and the Will situation. So don't stop till you, can't stop, won't stop till you get what you need. But I feel like use the ball in your court. You are an entertainer. You've been out here in the industry. You do have connections. Do some kind of tell your story and, and let the world know what happened so that you put it in your power because you may not ever get that apology um, that you're looking for. Unfortunately, it may never happen. Um, it, you know, just may never happen. So for the first and foremost, you know, make it, make sure um, you, Monique, you, 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 you don't let it stop you, girl. You, you, you utilize that power that we have now in today's time after all this has been happening and you put the ball in your court. Um, yeah, so that's my, uh, that's my one two for this particular topic. Um, if you have anything um, you want to wrap it up with, Rocky, I'll close out the whole everything and we'll get things moving um, to our um, next segment. But yeah, like I was saying before, I had to throw it out there. I'm super excited about our main topic, y'all. So make sure you guys check out our main topic for an hour, hour uh, for the week. Inter versus intra, um, but and it, it, it involves around interracial relationships. Um, so yeah, Rocky, if you want to close this out, say anything else, I'll just give a recap and we'll be done. For those, all right, for all right, all right. Hey guys, hey guys, I want you to go ahead and follow, 
Go on uh, versetv.com. Go follow us on our high radio verse TV hashtag hashtag. I'm sorry. Hashtag verse TV. Go ahead and look us up on YouTube. Cause you know, we rocking it on verse TV hashtag verse TV. And, um, Hey, we doing the damn thing. Go ahead. Troy. That's right. That's right. That's right. Once again, y'all like Rocky said, make sure you like comment, subscribe. If you want to know about, um, be a part of what we talked about today. And uh, almost T, I'm just gonna run you real fast, real quick. While we talked about, again, we talked about the uh, the voice of Germany, um, and Aaron, of course, being a witness stand. You know, we just want to know was the performance. If you guys haven't seen it, please go to YouTube and type in the voice of Germany. You're gonna see it there. Young lady performed. Whitney Houston. We want to know if you guys thought it was respectful to the Queen for what she did. It was, you know, she she she, she sang. It was confident, slightly off key, but she did it. We want to know what you guys think. And also if these shows like American Island, The Voice, you know, um, it has our millennial generation thinking that they become more conditioned for voices to sound exactly like the celebrities. What do you guys think about that? Um, next, we talked about the Kiki T, T for a key with dating semantics. Many people say that they shouldn't date multiple people at the same time. One at a time to stop dating others for the one. What is dating? Let's not forget about the people dating online. If you're dating online, is it considered dating once you meet? Aaron thinks it's all data and semantics. But, you know, let us know what you guys think. Third, we talked about Israel scientists claiming to reverse the aging process, y'all. Using scientific, um, specific oxygen, it helps to reverse the aging process. So if you heard what we talked about, we want to know some benefits and what you think of benefits of it and some negative things about why it wouldn't work. Let us know. And last but not least, we talked about Miss Monique and her challenges with Tyler Perry to apologize to her in public for what he's done to the past. He's done some things behind closed doors. And it's even recordings of it, but she wants to publicly say it, especially now that the uh, world has come out now with Janet and had the big talk. Um, and so, yeah, so that how was that was been our homos tea. Um, again, thank you guys so much. And you gotta got you gotta get into our homos intro versus intro, y'all. You guys gotta get into it. So make sure you head over to our YouTube show if you haven't already and check it out. Thank you guys so much. Um, we're gonna get ready for our main topic. Let's do this. <laughs> 